Hi, and welcome to That's Myrony Podcast. My name's Alicia Myronic, and I am your host and creator of this fun new concept. But first, what exactly is Myrony? Well, Myrony, or my irony, are those crazy coincidences that happen in life that you just can't explain. It's also another word for sign or synchronicity. We've all experienced these throughout our lives. But what if you started paying closer attention to your myronies? What if you started connecting the dots, or as I like to say, follow the spiritual breadcrumbs that could have an impact so big that it changes your life forever, not to mention the lives of others. Now that's myrony. Hi everyone, so I got a special surprise today because I am bringing back my old co-host, uh, Todd Courtney, because I have an amazing Myronic surprise for him that's connected to my next guest, which I just want to share a little bit about her. So Camille Miller is the founder and chief visionary of the Natural Life Business Partnership, NLBP, a global network of soul-centered entrepreneurs working together as a collaborative community to nurture and support each other's spirit while growing meaningful, high-earning businesses. Camille believes there is no great secret to creating a massively profitable business that aligns with your authentic self. There is, however, a need to shift your mindset to get there. In creating her global network at NLBP, she has dovetailed her strength in business with her passion for living a natural lifestyle. Before dedicating her full-time efforts to helping soul-centered business owners unlock their personal potential, her professional experience included over 30 years in senior-level leadership with extensive experience in operations, sales, marketing, and brand management efforts with both for-profit and nonprofit organizations. You can learn more about Camille and her organization at thenaturallife.org. So like I said, I got a special surprise because the myronies that connect Todd, Camille, and myself are unbelievable. So let's go meet them and have some fun. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to That's Myrony Podcast. I am so excited because first off, I got my old co-host, my, my spiritual sidekick, Todd Courtney, is here because I have a huge surprise for him because of my next guest. Camille Miller, which I did mention a little bit of her bio, but again, she is the founder and chief visionary of the Natural Life Business Partnership, a global network of soul-centered entrepreneurs. And the myrony of how we were brought together is so incredible. And then the story that's going to connect these two is even greater. So Camille, thank you so much for being here. And also Todd. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I look forward to this. I can't wait. Well, if uh, everyone goes back to the beginning of our podcast, so the one reason why, you know, Todd had to leave me is because he has these incredible children's books called Max Rhymes. And, um, and you know, he, his, his focus of why that direction he was meant to go on. So even though I lost Todd, the one thing, I mean, I'm so happy you're here today, but the, the, one, the one greatest thing I loved doing was always surprising you with not knowing who the guest was. <laughs> so when I heard this 
absolutely incredible Myrony that connects you and our guest today, Camille Miller. I was like, oh, would I asked Camille, I was like, Camille, would you mind if I bring Todd on as a guest co-host? Because I have to surprise him with this. Because it's connected to Max Rhymes. It's even better than you can imagine. So, um, so first, Camille, I want to uh, allow you to share a little bit about yourself, and then I'm going to share how we connected. Okay, I am the founder and chief visionary for the Natural Life Business Partnership, which is a global network for soul-centered entrepreneurs. I started the, uh, my background is in not-for-profit management, but I started this program because I was really looking for a community like me that embrace both science and soul. Um, I'm a very logical inter, uh, individual, but a very spiritual individual. And um, I did four works, uh, I'm sorry, I did four years of work for the Northeast Organic Farming Association, which put me down in Washington, DC on our food and farming um, work. And I did uh, work on our organic label and I met such like amazing, people in that holistic world. Uh, but when I finished that position in 2015, I was kind of wondering what to do next. And I couldn't find people like me. So I created um, a community. Wow. So that's, that's what I'm doing now. And of course, in 2020, we went to a Zoom model in 2018, because I just had a knowing that um, we were we needed to do it, but I didn't know why. Of course, in 2020, that was shown to me that we already, when 2020 hit, we already had a well-established community. We already were meeting on Zoom. We were already international. Um, so it kind of put us off in this whole new trajectory. Wow, that's so exciting. I mean, I love your networking. I, I wanna be able to join more. I've met so many incredible people. I have, you know, the, the couple of times that I've been there, but, um, I also know that you have an extremely amazing spiritual gift. And would you mind sharing a little bit about that? So um, I'm just learning about my own gift. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so, aren't we all? Yeah. So um, I always knew I was a little different, but I, I didn't know the realm of it and I'm still learning so much because um, I knew I walked to a different drumbeat. That was for sure. I knew I, I knew things and absorbed things and saw things that other people didn't, but it's all I ever was. So it didn't like, it just was right. So yeah. it wasn't actually until I started this community that I started attracting all of these other spiritual people and which really allowed me to learn, allowed me to ask questions and I'm still learning so much, right? So, um, but when I learned to just kind of take a step back, you know, more was revealed to me. So I am, I, I'm, I'm claircognizant. So I just have a knowing. So yeah. even with NLBP and creating it, there's like not really a business plan. I'm told like kind of, it, it is like, it was brought to me. It wasn't it, like it was, it's my baby, but it was brought to me. I always say it came from a higher space. I just knew it. Like the names dropped in, like the sum, the summit I do six figure souls. I woke up one day and it was like, it was like, here's what your next step is. It's called this, like called my trademark attorney. <laughs> right. So I always say it's kind of like, um, 
headlights on a car. You see like 200 feet in front of you and that's what spirit gives me. Oh. And I just have all the faith in the world that it, the next part will show to me as I go forward. Wow. Right? The next piece and I'm shown the next piece. So, um, but I'm literally learning about my gifts. Like, yeah. and, um, well, how old were you when you first felt like you were not quote unquote normal? I've, I've always, I've always known like, and I've so, so for those, so for those who don't really understand what you mean by not normal, how would you explain it and articulate it? So a, a lay person who's maybe not in the spiritual realm at this point in their life, how would you articulate it so they understand what you mean by not normal? Um, I just knew. So I want an example. I was <laughs> That's what I'm digging for. I'm digging for an example. <laughs> well, can I say with clear cognizance and Camille, tell me if you're, if you feel this way, because it yeah. wasn't until I read the book, The Light Between Us by Laura Lynn Jackson, this incredible psychic medium that even was brought of this Claire gift, because there's clairvoyancy where we see things, clairsentience where you hear things, clairaudience where you uh, hear it. But claircognizance is just this gift of knowing. And you're like, it's almost like, like I feel, cause that's my strongest gift is yeah. I feel like I literally am going through with a blindfold on, but know it so strong that, and then just allow the pieces to fall into place. Is that how you feel with your gift? Yeah. Or do you actually see things? Do you hear things? Do you like, I feel things too, but I don't see things. And that's really hard because that is like literally really trusting blind faith. Yeah. So, um, I am told actually spirits talking to me now. Um, uh, <laughs> um, I am told through actually a mutual friend that we had, I had my Akashic records um, yeah. read recently and I don't dabble in this stuff too often because I always felt like I didn't need to like, cause I know. Um, and I was told that I actually possess all oh. of the Claire's Oh, wow. And when I'm ready, they will be revealed. But yes. I, um, I know that I'm not ready. And I've asked spirit from a very, very young age, please do not show me dead people, please. <laughs> like I am so no. So um, did you attract dead people? Until I'm ready for it. It's like, that's just oh. the way the gifts work, right? Until you're ready to listen. I, I believe everyone, everyone has the power. Oh, it's absolutely. Just, it's whether or not you tap into it. But I also yeah. think that, you know, we could be painters or we can be Picasso's and Monet, you know, and, I, and the I, fact I, that you bring in who it is, we, I'm going to give a shout out to Deanne Riendo. I'm sure yeah. he was of the Akashic Records. Yeah. <laughs> who awesome. Todd actually had, I gifted him an Akashic Record reading for his that birthday. Was was really fun. And Deanne is the reason how yes. I connected to Camille because Absolutely. when I was in my Akashic record and for the listeners that do not know what the Akashic record is. So I am gonna give the biggest shout out to my uh, mentor in this and also dear soul sister, Deanne Riendo of Rose Hope International. She is the Oracle of Akashic record reading. So anybody uh -huh. listening to this and you want to you go to uh, rosehope.ca uh, and do a reading with her because she is so gifted. She's she a freaking Picasso, Monet, Rembrandt. <laughs> you want to put all the greatest artists, Van Gogh. Well, can't forget Van Gogh for goodness sakes. Like you put them all together and that is Deanne. So you're welcome, Deanne, for the shout out like that. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
what's so Camille, hilarious, no, but Todd, I got to share this. What's hilarious, it was during my Akashic record, there were five names that came through and Camille, you were one of them. Yeah. And that's how we, I connected to Camille. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Oh my God. And remember our first phone call we connected? I think we spoke two and a half hours. I know. I know. Like, thank I God know. it was the end of my day. And I was just like, oh my God, there's something more. But it started, um, my whole world started to open. And since I've connected with so many people that know you, but I think I wasn't ready to grasp the the global path I was on. I am on right now. Yeah. I just hired someone to help me. Um you know, and, and realizing that me and my brands were, were going to go, you know, in this, on this massive journey, which I, which is still unfolding for me. But, um, I recently, like very recently, like in the last two weeks or a few weeks decided that I'm ready to accept that next journey. That's wonderful. I, I knew it was like on my, <laughs> but I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not ready. But now I am um, totally ready. That's awesome because, you know, truthfully, I, um, I really believe we're, we're all coming together because we're all meant to co-create and collaborate together because, you know, my irony is my irony, but it's taken out the I because it's not about we, it's not about I, it's about we and something so much greater. And so Myrony, and actually Todd, I'm going to give you the, you know, the recognition of this because Myrony is actually... Uh, uh, has its own definition. I say it's a modern day word for synchronicity, but it's synchronicity in motion. Todd added the motion part. So it's a little sim, but it's like, you see that sign, but then there's an action we can take. How many people just see the synchronicity and then don't do anything. And they have no idea what's on the other side of that door because they never walk through. So the fact that I recognize now, Todd, you're just going to love this story. I was like, you guys have got to meet, you guys have got to connect. And you know, and that's what it's about. It's about connection of people. It's not about things, it's about what we can do, but we're all here to impact. Like God is, you know, impacting these young children's lives, but then ultimately wants to work with teenagers. You know, you're bringing this global network. I'm just trying to get this word out to the world. What if we put it all together? You know, and so now, Todd, I'm going to um, have you share a little bit about Max Rhymes because you were absolutely divinely guided to, you know, um, (laughs) how this, give the shortened version of, because if anybody wants to listen, they can go to episode two and three of this podcast to hear the long version of how Todd and I got connected. And it's really funny, but how Todd, you were literally divinely guided um, and there was a specific reason connected to epigenetics. Yeah, it goes back. Uh, it goes back about 15 years. It was 2006. For me, I asked God to give me something else to do with my life. Uh, mm-hmm. It wasn't that I was not happy. I was. I had the white picket fence. We had the dog, the cute kids, the beautiful wife, blah, blah, blah. But I knew there was something else I could be doing. Somehow I had this inner knowing, going back to what Camille said earlier, and I don't know the Claire's. Uh, uh, so, but I did I have this. <laughs> the only the only Claire I know is the French one, and that's an E Claire. But, uh, <laughs> but I I literally but I did have this knowing, as you mentioned earlier, that I could have more impact on a lot more people. That's what was going through my my mind, but I had no clue as to what that would be. 
I felt like I had the confidence to be able to do anything. I had the common sense. I had the street smarts. I'm no PhD, but I just have that, you know, well-roundedness, I guess you could say. And uh, so I just said, okay, God, um, I don't care what it is. Uh, you just light the path and I'll take the journey. I just was ready for that. And lo and behold, I started, I found a book and then another, and then another, the first book I bumped into was The Secret when that first came out. Um, it literally opened the floodgates of my mind. I mean, we were on vacation when we found it at the airport at SFO. I couldn't wait to come back. I mean, who can't wait to come back from vacation? I couldn't. I couldn't wait because I needed to get more books. I was just like, I mean, literally, that's what I mean by the floodgate opened. And then I was just on this rampage of learning more and more and more. And I still didn't know what. And I started uh, teaching business groups. This, what Wallace D. Wallace calls thinking stuff. He kind of coined that phrase. I like it. So I took it. And, and then I was coaching my kids in sports and I was teaching them this thinking stuff. And we were winning championship softball with average girls. And I'm like, wow, what could I? If I can, man, how can I, you know, take that in and, and broaden the reach? And then I, I had an idea to write a book and, and keep in mind, I was, I wasn't even a big reader, let alone a writer. I hated English class with a passion. It just was, I was good at math and I was actually good at spelling and all that, but I just, did, you know, prepositional phrases and verbs and adverbs. I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm just not the poster child for being an author was my, is really my point. But I wrote a book for, ki uh, for teens. I wrote a, created a website for teens. Then I got this crazy idea to do an animation video for kids with leukemia. And I'm like, oh, give me a break. I know nothing about an animation at all. I'm a low tech guy. And, and I just want to give a shout out to that video. And Todd, if you want to say what the link is, right? And see that Oh, ju just imagine if.org. And the it, name of the video is just imagine if dot, 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 you were leukemia free. Now I knew nothing about animation. I knew nothing about leukemia, but people came in my life the, the, to create that literally for, but, but let me backtrack for six months, I tried not to do it. And for six months, I kept getting that proverbial needle in the back saying, Hey, you asked to do something else with your life. I was in the middle of a field. It was, Oh, dark 30 sunrise was coming up. I'm looking at all the you know, wildlife and, and it just hits me. It's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. Cause that's what was going through my head. I gotta do it, I gotta do it. All right, fine, I'll do it. But you know, I don't know anything about either subject. So you have to put the right people in my path. Well, careful what you ask for. Uh, I got a crazy idea. I put an ad on Craigslist. Three months later, this guy from India contacts me and wants to do this video. I think it's a scam. He just wants you know money as usual. You know, it's like Camille Miller's on vacation and she's lost her passport money. Please send money now. I'm thinking it's one of those things, right? Right. So, but I entertained the guy. We go back and forth because I really wasn't ready for him. Three months go by. I finally send him money. He starts performing. He does quite well. And I'm going down this path. And then I, uh, um, Jackie, my wife, who's an elementary school teacher, uh, says, we ought to write children's books. Now, mind you, I'm not even done with the teen book. I'm not done with the teen website. I'm, I'm not even remotely close to being done with this animation video. I'm like, you want me to write children's books? Are, 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 you, are you insane? And, and I've got a business I'm running. I, I volunteer at my kids' schools. I'm coaching sports. I'm doing all this stuff and literally pulling my hair out. And then uh, I, I, I run into the book, uh, Biology of Belief by Dr. Bruce Lipton. And my mouth about dropped. I'm in bed reading at night. Jackie's reading next to me. I'm like, OMG, Jackie, 
we have to do children's books and here's why. And it was all about epigenetics, brain waves, and so forth. So I ended up contacting Bruce Lipton, loves the animation video we're, we're in, uh, embarking on. So he's you know, over the moon about it. And so he highly endorses us, gives me audio, video, whatever I want. He, he'll give me to, to back it. And then uh, at this point, I'm not done with any of the projects and I'm already starting on the children's books. And I'm like, oh, this is crazy. I must be a freaking wow. lunatic. And so I finally, I had to finish the team. I had to get all these other projects done so I could focus on the children's books. So I did, had no time to market them, just kind of shelved them all. And then uh, Max, Ryan started, Max Ryan's started coming to life. And now we've, now we've got a nonprofit, the Max Ryan's Foundation. Uh, in fact, as of this last month, we had the idea, Jackie and I out to dinner about six weeks ago, uh, had the idea that, you know what? I don't want to do this e-commerce thing. It's a lot of effort, a lot of work. I have busted ass for the last 30 years of my life. I want to enjoy. And the only way to enjoy really for us was to give it away. So we put all of the rights, all the copyrights into the foundation. Literally last week, we finalized everything. And we're just going to raise money and give everything away. We have apps for math games, spelling games, all Max Rhymes stuff. We've got activity books. We're... Uh, collaborating with San Jose Police Department. They're going to read our books to children in, in all the kindergarten classrooms that we adopt. So yeah, it, it's just funny because all of, oh, and by the way, the animation video, the guy who replied from India is our, our illustrator for Max Rhymes. And wow. he, not, as you can tell by the characters behind us, maybe you can or can't, but he knocked it out of the park. The children have fallen in love with these characters. So whether or not the animation video does a whole lot for a whole lot of people doesn't matter. Those steps needed to be done in order for us to get to the step we're currently at. But Todd, you're missing the biggest part with your illustrator of why it was leukemia. Oh, yes. Oh, I see, there's so much that the problem is you forget it all. And you told me to use the cliff note version. I'm trying not to over talk. The cliff note version that was the biggest myronies. Yeah. You, know, you got to pay attention, Todd. Yeah. You, you've done so this the, enough uh, times. Just kidding. So uh, we're, we're midway through this animation video and Nilesh Patel, his name, I always called him Nilesh. I didn't know it was pronounced Nilesh until I met an Indian person here. <laughs> and so anyway, Nilesh. Anyway, uh, sadly enough, his little brother contracted leukemia and ended up passing away prior to our completing the video. He tried showing him the video, but to be honest, the, the, the voice wasn't there quite, the music wasn't there, the language barrier. Um, but Nilesh and I both believe we were brought together for a reason. And even though his brother passed, I mean, there's no coincidence that he was doing this project. I was creating this project. We needed him to create match rhymes, the illustrative work. I mean, it's just, it's mind blowing. And it's, and it's been mind blowing ever since because I've allowed those doors to open. I allowed the blank campus. I didn't have any preconceived idea as to what I'd be doing. And right. If you would have told me I was writing children's, I was going to write children's books five years ago. Well, probably not five years ago, but 15 years ago, 20 years ago. No, it just was not on the bucket list. I, I still shocked at it, actually. Well, wow. get ready to be shocked some more because now <laughs> we're going to find out what the myrony is that connects all of you. And Camille Miller, what is the myrony you want to share that Todd is now going to have his jaw drop? I feel like I'm on a game show. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun.
<laughs> well, it was, it was um, actually part of my journey um, to where I am now, but I, um, it originally started in, well, just developing an LBP, right. And bringing all these people together. And I didn't really know everything about what I was doing, but I do have a lot of faith in where it was going. And I kind of had this big vision. Um, it's actually gotten bigger than the vision I had. So now I'm just allowing, but, um, I was actually working on my um, dissertation in cellular change with uh, spiritual knowledge and success. And I was reading the biology of belief and I kept coming across the word psyche, psyche. Like, and it was like one sentence, the second to last paragraph in the book. And I'm like, that's curious. Uh, but no definition of what it was. And then I'd read something else and Psyche would show up and, and it kept showing up and it kept showing up. And I'm like, and I believe if something shows up three times for me that I'm supposed to have a, have a bigger knowing about it. So I'm like, okay, well, in my community, one of the first people that joined in, in New Jersey was a Psyche facilitator. Um, now this was three, I want to say three to four years later. And I gave her a call and I'm like, hey, um, you did this thing called Psyche. Uh, I keep coming across it in my research and I'm wondering if you feel like having coffee and like, I just wanna hear more. Um, I live in Flemington, New Jersey, which is in the middle of freaking nowhere. I know where Flemington is because I'm from New Jersey and grew up in Sparta, New Jersey, which is also also in the, in the middle, middle of nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> okay, we are south of that middle of nowhere. That's like the top of nowhere. We're the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but you actually, you at least had stores. You would, we would actually go yeah. to Flemington to go shopping. That's right. We did have the outlets. We don't have, have the, the outlets. I could literally spit into the Delaware River and be in Pennsylvania. So I'm all the way to the west side. Um, um, it's being developed now. When I first moved here 25 years ago, it was not. Um, so anyway, um, I call this woman. She's like, hey, why don't we meet in Flemington, have coffee, right? So I'm like, okay, I can meet in Flemington <laughs> and have a cup of coffee. So I had a cup of coffee with her. And at this point, she was um, telling me, also, Psyche is really the um, the the modality that we use to change your subconscious beliefs at a cellular level, if that makes sense. Bruce Lipton is the one who did all of the science behind Psyche. Um, and that's how come it came up in the book. So I call her and I'm like, tell me about this. It keeps coming up. I wanna understand what it is. Great, we have coffee. We talked for about an hour. She is now, three years later, she was like one of the first people in this area by by far, maybe in, there wasn't a lot in the United States at the time. Um, and said, um, I meet her, she's now an international instructor for the basic, the basic. And I'm like, wow, she's like, I'd love to, you know, have you attend one of the classes, you'd probably find it really neat. I was like, well, it sounds really cool. But I'm a full time mom of three kids. Uh, a single mom of three kids, there's just no way I can do it. And, and um, by chance, uh, if you believe in chances, she's like, hey, I, um, I actually teach in Milford, New Jersey at the end of the year. And this was October or November already. Um, at the end of the year, the last time I teach is in Milford, New Jersey, 
where she lives. And I'm like, huh, that's like 20 minutes from my house. That's very doable. Um, then she's like, it's on uh, Thanksgiving weekend. I was like, there's no way I can do it. I'm booked. I traveled all the time with NLBP at the time. Um, I couldn't leave my kids. I get home. I check out the, the, the date and it's actually the weekend after. And I have nothing on my calendar for the three or four days, might've been four days that it takes. And I'm like, guess I'm signing up. So I signed up, did that was, when I say blown away, like blown away, like I felt like I was handed a magic wand. Like it was awesome. Um, and then I was like, cool. And then there's like an intermediate level. And I'm like, mostly almost always taught at that time um, out of the country. And I was like, there was no way I can go out of the country, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, well, I am training to be an intermediate level instructor. So they're bringing in an instructor in six weeks to teach the inter the intermediate part. He's coming in from Turkey and they're teaching it in Milford, New Jersey. And I'm like, that's interesting. Yes. Oh my God, this is getting better and better. Yeah. Cause I know you told me the story, but when I like really start putting all the myronies, which oh my God, lay out for the listeners of how crazy this story is. Yeah. God still doesn't know what the secret myrony is yet. Yeah. So, so I take the intermediate level, right? Uh, and at the intermediate level had um, major in major, major impact on me, my life, where I am today. Um, like just going through it because the I was a guinea pig for one of the one of the balances that was life literally life changing for me literally life changing, and I was like holy crap this is this is like nothing I've ever experienced I need to learn more, um, so there's a master level, and I was like eh, which is taught by a woman in Colombia who now runs it, um, and I don't know how many master level teachers there are there are not many. And um, I'm like, wow. And they're like, well, there's this master program and it's being taught like, and there was like all these places it was being taught. And I was like, I can't go, I can't go. And other people in the classes were doing these different levels. And I was like, I think I'm stuck here. And then at the end of the year in December, I don't know if someone Facebooked me, I don't know how it came across my path. And they were offering this master level and my intermediate instructor and my beginning instructor were, were um, training to do, become master instructors in upstate New York, two hours from my house. Oh my God. And uh, I went to that and it was kind of like international, which was really cool. Cause so he's from Turkey. The main one was from uh, Colombia, and my basic teacher who was from here. Um, and I went through this training, which was, awesome because it taught me how to do distance. It taught me how to go in and out of people's energies. Like it taught me like all of this new stuff. And I was like, this is incredible. So, um, it turned, it, it comes out. And so I end up with this master and now, um, I'm on a way a website and, um, people are contacting me from all over the world to do sessions with them. I don't even do individual sessions. I was not in coaching. Um, I used to do business consulting, but because I run this community, I just don't have time. Um, but it became very clear to me, I was supposed to be doing this. So I did make room in my time for a very um, small amount of clients till I got really good at it, which actually proved very successful in 2020 because I learned how to do everything over Zoom all over the world. 
Um, so the last Myrony was um, Bruce Lipton was teaching the basic with the, um, well, it was part of a basic program in um, Taos, New Mexico in August of 2019, which would, would have been the following August after I got my master. And they were teaching the basic. Um, they teach, I think every two years with Rob Williams who created Psyche. And um, I, there was no way in hell because I have all my kids and I'm like, I don't even know how I'm going to be able to afford it. Like, let alone get there and do all this stuff. Well, I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden I have this weekend completely open. When I tell you my calendar is never, there's never openings in my calendar. Well, dates were shifted and things changed. And all of a sudden I had this big week open that I was able to go to New Mexico. And I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know if, I really want to take the basic again. I already took it. Why would I take it again? And I was like, but I kind of like Bruce Lipton. And I think it would be real. and I'm very into science. So I think I would think it would be really cool. So I decided to borrow money and I flew all of my kids out. I got up at four in the morning. I flew out to New Mexico. Um, by the way, learned that my aunt lives in Albuquerque. So <laughs> Learned, learned, you didn't know? Well, I kind of knew that she was in New Mexico. I didn't know where or yeah, how, sure. and I haven't seen her in maybe 25 years. Like, wow, right? So, and it's my father's sister. So we, I fly out all the kids to Albuquerque. I'm like, let's meet your cousins. And um, so I leave here at 4 a.m., fly out to New Mexico, whatever time I get there. And then I rent a car, travel three hours down to Taos to have a glass of wine with Bruce Lipton. My only goal, my only goal of this entire thing was to get a picture with Bruce Lipton. That's all I wanted. Because I was like, if I get a picture with Bruce Lipton, it'll really help my business. I'll put it up. People will find the connection. This will be awesome. My only goal, I set the intention, you know, I get up at four, blah, blah, blah. Um, I get there literally at like 4.30, right? Uh, no hitch. It just, it just kept going. Like I got there, 4.30, I am so tired, right? Because um, God knows how I've been up for 12 hours already. Get up, walk out, get my glass of wine. Bruce Lipton walks in the room and right up to me and said, would you like a picture? Which I still have today. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Like now I still have four more days here. <laughs> so, and I, I have a, that picture which is Love on it. my website. Well, I have another one on my website because it's better. So we proceed to talk and I'm like, it like it was like seeing a rock star for me. Like I couldn't even compose myself. And he kind of likes that, right? That he's a, he is like one of the most amazing people. So we have this hour, cocktail hour. I don't know. There's not a lot, maybe 50 people there. And I know how big it was. And he talks to all these people. You pay like an extra hundred dollars to be in the room and the cocktail hour ends. Say it was an hour and a half, two hours, not much. Right. And it's like me and him and a handful of other people. And he just wants to talk, fill up our glasses. And we literally talked the whole night. I literally excused myself at 10 30, but 
we talked about the stars and the alignment and energy and like every question I ever had. And if you know, yeah, well, you do know, um, you know, he's the pioneer in epigenetics. My whole background was in food science and I used to um, work against genetically modified food and how it affected our systems, which carried disease and blah, 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 and studied epigenetics. Like he literally was just like talking to the greatest teacher in the world. And he just wanted to talk and make you understand. And we talked about like astronomy and I'm like, so that stuff is real. And he's like, it is real. And let me tell you the science. And once you learn the science, I was like, oh my God, I always knew it to be true, but I never knew why. Like I just knew it was true, <laughs> right? And oh my God. Wow. And so he hung around for the next four days. And I was, I could walk up to him. Like I knew him all my life. And I met like, that was like my guy. Like I'm so excited. So that's awesome. So it was all these myronies that led to that in my life. And we're connected to this. Well, I want to, I actually want the listeners to understand the spiritual breadcrumbs or as Todd would used to say, uh, connect the dots because, okay, we're going to go back. I'm originally from New Jersey. Todd and I now live in San Jose, California. Todd and I met, I actually was, I moved to California in six days. Um, I, my life was falling apart when I was living in Baltimore I moved to California in six days. I had family that lived in San Jose. Um, Todd and I met because something, which I, you know, now know as, you know, God really freaking just nudged me. It was like my, my mentor out here when I sold Jaguars and Land Rovers, actually it was just Jaguars at the time, told me about this guy who was like, you gotta meet my friend, Larry. And this has nothing to do with race, but he's like, He's this white Catholic guy and all he does is work in black churches, but he sells life insurance. And at this time I had just gotten my life insurance license. I am not religious. I'm very spiritual. Why would I go on to go work with, yeah. oh, oh, he forgot to tell me he's almost 80 years old. Yeah. Why would I want to go work with an almost 80 year old white Catholic guy when I had turned against myself as a Catholic, nothing wrong with Catholicism, not saying that. But then also being in black churches where I would just be inundated with everything that I did not quite stand for. Well, yeah. because God is funny. Winky here in the logo, God is love with an awesome sense of humor. I had to be humbled to understand actually the power of what the word is and in that sense, but you know, accepting, accepting it for what it is. It also got over my fear of public speaking because I would have to get up in front of these churches and give a presentation. Todd and I got put together because of a one-time random drive up to San Francisco, which I then share with him. I'm told to share with him about this, um, uh, this book, Many Lives, Many Masters by Dr. Brian Weiss, I which is the too. book that saved <laughs> my life. And I have too. I'm funny. I, I've done, oh, I love, you know, like how Bruce Lipton is for you guys. Yeah. Dr. Brian Weiss, he is my, like, yeah, he saved he my life. Years ago. <laughs> Yeah, I met him. I met him twice. I mean, he's just so incredible. But anyway, it was. And then I also told Todd about this concept of myrony. And for yeah. years, while we were, because Todd's office was in the same office as his dad. And by the uh, way, that's that's the part you missed. So, so, so Camille, Larry's my father. Oh, <laughs> I forgot to 
to say that Larry is your father. You Sorry. See, Alicia? Like, see, see, Alicia, how easy it is to forget things? The breadcrumbs, yeah. Yeah, so my... so, so my, cat there. My father was going to take Alicia to a church that Sunday, and he wanted me to speak on behalf of the our, Max Rhymes, the children's books, because oh we give God. the books away to the kids at these churches, uh, because why not, right? Those Our mission is to get into these inner cities. And so there was an appointment set up for that Sunday, and then the uh, the pastor was a no show, and and Alicia and, I, and then we went to breakfast in San Francisco. It's about a forty minute drive from from our office. We went to breakfast, and that's where the conversation started striking up. And the car ride, maybe maybe halfway there, I can't remember the breakfast, and then all the way back, and then the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, it was actually when we were driving up was when I was told to tell about Many Lives, Many Masters. And what's even funnier is as I got Larry, his father, to read the book. So it's all about past life regression therapy. I have this almost 80-year-old Catholic who's actually accepting this concept of reincarnation. I was like, yeah. So then I had never told Larry about this new word I've come up with of myrony. I was like, by the way, I've created a word. I don't know when it's going to come into existence, but it's meant to. It'll come in when it's time. And But the funniest thing is for years, I kept telling Todd he was meant to be part of myrony. Right, Todd? I was like. Yeah, she would. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but all right. <laughs> I can't wait till Myrony gets to be in a Max Rhymes book. That's all I'm saying, because we can teach the kids at a young age. But to continue the level of divine Myrony is that it was actually our mutual friend in Canada, in freaking, um, that did the Akashic, that I was, I went to a networking group that was based in Canada when, you know, everything was going on when we're doing Zooms because of the whole pandemic that I connected with Camille, I mean, Camille, I connected with Deanne. And then in my Akashic reading, which then it's funny, I give a reading to Todd for his birthday. Mm -hmm. an experience, it's incredible. So for the listeners who don't know what the Akashic Records is, it is your soul record. You get to go in and you get to understand from the soul perspective. And it is absolutely one of the most profound uh, divine gifts when you find people who really know how to do these readings. You so know what's, I, let me add something real quick. Just this morning, like the middle of the night morning, and when, when you wake up, I was thinking about my reading. Because <laughs> you knew we'd be talking about it all day. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. Oh, I guess I knew, but I didn't know, right? Consciously, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, wow. But so... I was so blown away by that. I give Todd because Todd and my birthday, like yours, what yours, September 10th, mine's September 14th. I then do the entire Akashic. Um, uh, Deanne has a course called Ignite Your Intuition. And um, I do this and I actually do one on work with Deanne. So I do multiple sessions. So it's not just my first session that Camille, your name popped up. It was multiple sessions. Uh -huh. And then she got in, when she was in my record, she got five names and you were the first one. And you were the first one she connected me to. And so like the level of Myrony listeners is so insane. And the only reason, like, I mean, what are the odds? There are, you, you can't put that together even if you tried. Yeah. And so that's why Todd, I was like, please be the guest co or, you know, yeah, guest co or, yeah, guest co-host for the for this incredible guest, so I can connect this in unbelievable minority of Dr. Blue Spruce Lipton. I know that's crazy, and you know what's really what's even funnier, Camille, 
is half the year, he lives about 25 minutes from me. Oh, really? <laughs> oh yeah, when I found out, because um, I, I was born in Santa Cruz and then I live in San Jose. And so Santa Cruz is on the coast. San Jose is inland a bit, but it's only about a 25 minute drive from where I'm at. And I remember contacting him and, and his office manager at the time was Sally. And, uh, and I'm like, wait a minute. I won't say it just because, you know, too many people, whatever, stalkers. But uh, I'm like, what? I used to play in that area. I'm like, this wow. is so trippy. Yeah, and then half the year he's in New Zealand. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Half the year in California, half the year in cool. New Zealand. But wow. Todd, and, has uh, never, Todd has never met Bruce Lipton yet. But he no, I have. Um, I, oh, it was, him. Oh, yeah, I met him in Bruce. person last year, the year before. We've Zoomed a couple of times. In fact, we just Zoomed recently with he and Margaret uh, about a month ago. And then uh, I met him in San Francisco when we were went to go see him speak. Uh, but doesn't he, I don't know, you, you get the sense that he's your a, a natural uncle. Well, I <laughs> want to, I'm going to put it out yeah. to the universe and God now. You two help bring Bruce Lipton onto this podcast so we can share the myriad of all that. That would be amazing. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting. I want to get, I want to actually go see him now that the world's opening up. I want to yeah. go see him again. But wouldn't that be so much fun to know that it was his inspiration that created oh. so many of these other things that he doesn't even know the level of like that divine design? Because, you know, what I say with Myrony is the divine design that interweaves us. It doesn't weave us. Like, look at this interweaving that has happened to be having oh, yeah. this conversation today. Yeah, I couldn't have I couldn't have finished. I had the idea on the animation video. Well, the idea was given to me divinely. There's no way I could have come up with that. I'm not that smart. But uh, um, I, I couldn't have finished the video without him, number one. And I wouldn't even have embarked on Max Rhymes with, without him, uh, without his research. And it's funny, Camille, because you were in the science world before. I wasn't. And I was strangely... Um, what's the word? Um, sh I, not shocked, but I'm going to say shocked. I, I was shocked that I actually enjoyed his biology belief because it was sciencey. And like my wife wouldn't, my wife wouldn't enjoy reading that kind of level of science. But for yeah. me, he has such a knack of being able to say it in layman's terms. And I watched tons of his videos. I mean, thousands of hours of his videos. And he does things in such layman terms that it's like, wow, why couldn't have this... Yeah, why couldn't have this been biology in high school? I, I might have been a biologist. <laughs> he, he is the most divine teacher and he knows, I was going to say his place, but like he, he knows he's touching souls. Like yeah. just the way, like he, he is the most divine teacher. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can get this podcast at least to him so he can hear all these beautiful words you're saying yeah. about him because I'm the only one that hasn't met him. So, you know, I want to meet him now. Come on, Dr. Bruce well, Lipton. Come on well, we onto should, this We should show. all go see a lecture together. We should actually. Oh, yes. And that's I want to give a shout out to his pal. Like he, he told me it's his soul brother and that's Greg Braden. I love watching every piece of video Greg Braden puts out. Uh, absolutely amazing stuff. I don't know if you guys watch it, but I, I just got addicted to his stuff. He's kind of like watching Discovery Channel. 
Is that what you always watch on YouTube? Like when I, you, you tell me you watch YouTube all the time. All the time. Is he, is he one of the people? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Him and Joe Dispenza, the three amigos, they call them. I mean, they're just, (laughs) and, and it's funny because all three of them have their own specialties. I was going to say they travel together and do. It's, it's crazy. And they, they intertwine, they interlink, yet you need all three parts. Um, It's, I don't know. It's, I, I. I but just love it. I'm in awe of all of them. That's also what's coming together is besides science is the spiritual side. It where yeah. we don't have to have one or the other. We're meant to meld it together because even though we may not understand it, we can't deny it. And like, that's, how can any of the listeners deny this level of how we're having this conversation? That's like, the beauty of Greg Braden because Greg Braden teaches a lot uh, about um, ancient cultures. Uh, and you know, the indigenous people, he, he's, he's a native American Indian himself. Mm-hmm. And he talks about those and, and other uh, native cultures like the Aborigines. And, and when you, you take his stuff and then you take uh, Bruce Lipton's science write it down. and then you take, you know, Dr. Joe Dispenza, his, not only his story, but now his level of science and mm-hmm. it between the three of them, it's mind-blowing good stuff for the layperson. But what yeah, if I, we add actually also Dr. Brian Weiss and all those, uh, the, the spiritual side of the science that has been created. Absolutely. We start incorporating that more. Because oh, yeah. That, that part of the science, I mean, are, are you familiar? I mean, Todd, you've read this, but Camille, are you familiar with um, Proof of Heaven by Dr. Eben Alexander? I haven't read that one. He was an agnostic neurosurgeon who has a near-death experience. He should have died. And Um, he actually comes, he has a total outer body, or I mean, the experience, and he actually says, my brain did not make this up. And he says, I probably was chosen to do this because I didn't believe. You know, A Course in Miracles was was channeled by an an atheist. Like, how freaking funny is that? Now, that winky god is love with an awesome sense of humor it's like good job god get the atheist get the agnostic get them all and you know even for myself because i've actually put it out there uh todd you know my story camille you know a little bit of my story but i've put out there and i'm now putting it out there i don't know how this happened but almost six years ago i spent 24 hours with god (laughs) 11 11 11 11 but I, I now have this out there on a podcast called Sense of Soul, where I tell this story. I can't explain it, but I can't deny it. And what if we all start just putting this together and that literally is proof of God? Yeah, that's great. There's so much science coming out now, you know, because I'm in the world and I talk to all these scientists, um, that is proving on scientific terms about um not, not spirituality as much as um, like natural health and science and the, and the science behind like meditation and the science behind like why it works. And it's really comes down to, I think all of Bruce's work, right. And and your thoughts become things and there's literal cellular change that is happening, you know, and when you're in a fear state or scared or stressed and your cortisol levels are high, that's what brings on illness and all this others, like there's enough science to prove what's going on. And then it's my hope in the years to follow. I mean, part of NLBP is like, I want to work on this policy uh, like across the world. Like, 
A well, lot. I, I also want to say that the side that we don't understand, so Camille, you and I both have this very strong gift of claircognizance. Todd, you had audience when you heard those messages. Those are the things we can't explain. And that's where we have to actually give credit to something that's not of ourselves yeah. and maybe looking at it from that higher perspective. So I am just... Uh, Todd, did you like your surprise of this incredible well, story? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, it, no, it, it's crazy, and and they kind of touch what Camille talked about on the science level. I agree, and I'm ecstatic and also a recipient of the science, and coming from a layperson, that's what that's what excites me. The fact that this science is now out there, and then lay people like us are able to regurgitate it in layman's terms, that's my whole push for, um, for teens. I have the ability to talk to teens and, and, and say things in a way, and I can't speak and articulate like a Bruce Lipton, but I could speak and articulate to uneducated kids coming from low income areas in a way that will resonate with them. And I, I think that's what I love about the time of now in that there's so many people around the world that are catching on enough that are able to share it well enough to keep that perpetual motion going. Well, you know, it's really funny. And Todd, you know, this other project. Um, so Camille, I'm connected on a science project also called Humanity Needs Dreamers. It's about meeting Marie Curie. It's a scholarly performance of digital theater. Um, it's an incredible story. So many people even in the science community, they think they know Marie Curie and they don't know the true story. And, um, uh, but it's really funny because it was on 422, which is actually the day I consider is Myrony. That's my anniversary of Myrony. It's also Earth Day, which is really funny. But I literally was hit by a lightning bolt. I had some money after my mom passed away. I lost both my parents. And this lightning bolt hit me that I was supposed to sponsor this project, like be the catalyst to give this money to create this project that we just had like these three screenings through the uh, Cambridge Science Festival just this past Friday, um, where it's, uh, it's really fun because it's this digital uh, theater uh, performance. It's a whole new way of teaching, but it is almost broken down in layman's terms. Like it is an actual physics uh, lesson along with the story, the true story of Marie Curie. And it's designed to be able to, you know, uh, inspire kids to go into STEM or, you know, STEAM projects. You know, there's so many different ways that we can, we can reach. And it's like, you know, it's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. We're all coming together because we're all thinking outside the box. But what if we start actually, you know, putting our thoughts outside that box and then Wow, the co-creation there, that's powerful. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so it's, um, I just, I, I feel so extremely blessed to know both of you. I mean, I can't even express the level of like divine guidance that I feel connected to both of you. And I'm so excited for whatever is in store for all of us, because I know there's, there's something so much greater, but yeah. Um, I just like, it's just, I'm just dumbfounded as to how this all happened. <laughs> well, it's like momentum, right? Like, yeah. I feel like we're gaining this momentum and the people that are crossing my worlds and well, every right. day, I'm just like, I'm so grateful. Well, think about, think about real quick. Um, and, and who knows? Cause there are no coincidences. 
What sped up the process of Zooming around the world? What was yeah, it? Yeah, the pandemic. Yeah. COVID. Yeah. So there's so many aspects that people look at COVID in a negative way, mm -hmm. but oh there's so many ways to look at it in a positive way. Yeah. Without it, we wouldn't be Zooming as much and as often as we currently are, which is going to speed up the process of co-creation. Absolutely. Yeah. And it also allows us to connect on a global network versus a more local. Exactly you know, right. We would have been doing the same exact right. things. I mean, it is, yeah. you know, like even having these conversations, I don't feel like I'm not with you guys. I feel like I'm totally in the moment with you guys, you know, yeah. even though we're all in different, you know, different areas, but yeah. it's just, you know, we're just here. I mean, I know we're all here to make an impact on, you know, something so much greater. But it's like, why don't we just start putting the pieces together of all these things? And and I just, I we are, we, I, <laughs> we that are. what we that's what we are doing. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And so it's like it's so exciting to see how this is going to keep growing and yeah. growing. But I, I agree, Camille. We got to go figure out how to go, and you know, we can be the three amigos with the three amigos. <laughs> well, it's like if you look at it, there, there's they're the pioneers in the world and uh, Bruce Lipton would certainly be one of those pioneers. And there's Joe Dispenza, Greg Braden, and there's so many others besides the earlier pioneers, the Wayne Dyers of the world. And then the earlier pioneers that, that wrote books in the twenties and even before that, but now the masses can get involved. That's, yeah. that's where the massive change is going to increase exponentially in my belief, just because the masses are, are now getting involved because of these modalities like Zoom and all the other uh, technology that's out yeah. there. I think the world is also ready to receive, not everybody, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I saw in 2020 is kind of, it was a year of awakening, right? Mm -hmm. For everyone, even if you were already spiritual, it just, it made me wider and bigger. Yeah. Well, it's the only way that we've all literally connected because when right. we look at this network, we never would have found each other except so there really is a divine plan of everything that happens. Yeah. And with, you know, sometimes there's ugly to see the beauty, but if we're able to truly impact humanity in a much bigger level, well, then, you know, sometimes things have to shift, you know, to be able to do that. And so I'm just so excited. And all I keep asking is people just start using the word myrony because I really don't want to see so many selfies on social media. I'm tired of the selfies. <laughs> myrony is literally the opposite of selfie. We could share a story like, you know, just for example, Camille, you tell this story about, you know, Dr. Bruce Lipton, Todd seeing it on social media. Oh my God, my book is connected because I, you know, because yeah. of reading Dr. Bruce Lipton much cooler way to connect than seeing somebody's you know picture or video of just yeah. themselves <laughs> yeah I, I think it just reminds us the world is actually a very small place mm. like we're just like little specks of dust compared to the universe that surrounds us yeah yeah and and, and i and i also am gonna just say the humor because god is funny well god is funny man <laughs> oh my um I just, uh, well, Todd, how can people find out more about Max Rhymes? Man, uh, at the three websites, maxrhymesfoundation.org, uh, maxrhymes.com, which is also part of the foundation, and the newly launched Max Rhymes Club uh, for kids, what we created at the beginning of COVID, we just needed to do something because so many kids were stuck at home. So we did that. And, and everything now is, is part of the nonprofit, which makes it even more fun for us. 
So Camille, I, things that always intrigue me with people like yourself that have these, uh, these gifts, like you mentioned, we, everybody has them, but, but so many of us are, uh, uh, I don't know, don't see them, don't feel them, are, are ignorant uh, about them, I guess. I would say just for myself. So what I'm always curious about is what is the six, let's go back to the 16-year-old Camille. Yeah. And when she's dating, when you have these kind of, all these clairs that you had, are you able to avoid the, the losers or are you still the confused 16-year-old and, and not able to really navigate as well as you can now, say? So when I was 16, I didn't, I didn't allow myself to listen. Right. So I know that gift now and, um, no, I knew what felt good. Um, but no. And and in fact, I ended up in a very abusive marriage for 25 years. (laughs) No, that did not work at all. But even the funny thing is like looking back is when you learn the lessons because now I can see it, all the clues were there, right? But even when I got through to the other side of my divorce, I was still attracting poor quality people towards me. Um, And it was a fabulous lesson for me to be able to look in the mirror and say, what in me is allowing this to happen? Uh Now, it was really interesting. I was just telling this story to somebody. Wow, what a irony. Um, because when I'm working with all of these, um, people that are building businesses, right. And I will say very common for a woman, um, like myself, divorced, old, um, and we don't really need somebody, but we would want somebody in our lives. Right. And someone who, who matches us where we are and allows us to be still independent and allowed to run these major companies on global scale. Like it's very hard to find a partner that is okay with that. Right. Um, and it was very interesting. And of course there's no coincidences. Um, I met someone um, who's a good friend of mine now um, when I first divorced and I had said, you know, I'm really not ready to date. I'm really not ready to date. And he's like, oh, it's all right. We'll just go have dinner, you know? And it ended up, um, we dated a few times and it ended up being a, a very short stint. But I remember at the end of it telling him, I'm really just way too much for you. Like I'm way too much for you. And fast forward to this year in 2020, um, you know, uh, a funny thing about 2020 is all the people you did date all showed up again because they didn't have any new blood. Right. So this happened to women all over the world. (laughs) 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 Right. Yeah. Right. Showed up again. And um, uh, he showed up in my life again. And the interesting thing, even though I started down that path, it was very clear to me. And instead of saying I'm not enough, I'm, I'm sorry. Instead of saying I'm too much, it was literally you're just not enough for me. Mm-hmm. And it was like this total switch that I've had in myself. Yeah. Um, but I can also read people now that like, I can read people. It's, it's. Have you, have you ever read um, Dr. Brian Weiss's book? Um, Only oh. love is real. All you read. Them. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I have book... some time to be honest with you though. I'm sorry. I haven't read it in quite some time. Oh my God. There's there are yeah. books you want to revisit and have, that's funny. That's uh that's, which, like, which one is that? 
Only love is real is his true, the true story of the soulmates where he had two patients that were soulmates and they didn't know it. And then they, um, uh, he realized it and they never met. And it's the most beautiful story, but it explains the different relationships of soulmates. So like, sometimes you have that connection, but then it's really bad. I mean, that's how I got out to California. I mean, I'm, I'm a very transparent person. I literally met one of my bad soulmates. He ended up having a heroin addiction and yeah. my life was falling apart because my mom had just passed away. And, and my cousin, uh, actually the one that I was given this lightning bolt to give the money for this, uh, human, uh, this project for humanity needs dreamers, um, uh, film on the day of 422, uh, that was the catalyst to get me to California. So yeah. that was actually the best gift was meeting this heroin addict who, even though so I could have been absolutely <clears throat> derailed, I was saved, but, and, you know, and, and to the listeners, I was not doing heroin. I just got myself <laughs> caught up in something that, that I met him like totally by chance, but there was this attraction. And ever since my life had fallen falling apart with my you know people want to listen to that story it's episode one of how my life literally fell apart from uh when i got married and my husband left me a year later for another woman while we owned a restaurant together fun drama but i was he like he actually was one of my good soulmates but we were only supposed to be together for so long because i believe i had to go back my married name was not myronic i had to go back to being myronic to bring myrony to the world but the funny thing is, is to go back to the age of 16, uh, is that when I was 16 years old, so Camille, when I was in New Jersey, I didn't want to go to Rutgers, the regular school or the, you know, the state school for New Jersey, because I didn't want to just have my, my Sparta, small yeah. Sparta town and see them all in New Jersey, you right. know, like at college, something told me to go to Delaware, the strongest bo- strongest feeling was like, you're supposed to go to Delaware. You go to Delaware. I'd never been to the state. I'd never been to University of Delaware. I had no idea why I was like, go to Delaware, go to Delaware, go to Delaware. It was to have this whole experience happen to be able to share this story, even though my life fell apart. But then to see through all that ugly, the beauty, but it's like, that was the one time I now when I look back on it, it's like, okay, that level of clear cognizance of like, you got to go, you got to go, you got to go that I listened to. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, if you go back and you see like where you had those, those, those split moments where it's like, you could have gone this direction or this direction. It's like, how many times did you trust your gut? You know, that gut feeling. And that is what we all have. And that's actually what myrony is, is you recognize the sign but then you trust that gut intuition so strong and you just go with it. Are you yeah. saying Camille didn't trust her gut for 25 years? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> that was, I'm not that saying was, that. Well, I'm saying that she did, but when you start looking back, it's like, no, I know. That was I know. such a pivotal Cam- moment. Camille, did you, Camille, would you change, would you change anything of that 25 years or do you, did you need that to be where you are right now? Yeah. I needed every moment in my life to be who I am today. So there is not a single thing that I regret ever, ever, ever in my life. Isn't that crazy? I mean, all right, let's- I couldn't be who I am, but I I wanted to say with, um, 
with what you asked, when I was 16, I didn't trust. L listen, when I was 30 and 40, I didn't know, I didn't know or trust. I knew I was very perceptive and I, I could always my life. I could yeah. read people like I could read people. And I know instantly now like, you don't even have to open your mouth. I can read you, but it, what I have. And when I say, I really don't know how to use my gift. I'm actually calling in now. Um, a, a God, I know someone was going to enter my life to show me how to use my gifts when, mm -hmm. when the time is ready, but it's not now. Um, I, uh, I think no. I'm ready now. At a higher level. You mean actually, you're already actually using Camille, them. I'm already, I already know what you're, I'm, I already know how that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, that's my gift well, which, telling me. What's so cool though. So much going on, but Todd, what I wanted, what I wanted to say is using intuition, anybody's intuition, anyone listening, anyone's intuition, it is a muscle. It is. And it's just like when you use it, you get to know it more and more and more. You get so good at it. You trust right? it. So you, you trust it. And, um, and it's learning kind of, um, so I'm a recovering control addict. Like I mm. used to just try to control and control. And that's part of being an abusive, like you just try to control what you can control. Mm. Um, but when I just decided to let it all go, to just be like, I can't control. It was actually during my divorce that I learned a very valuable lesson. And it was just don't engage. When you don't engage, you take the control away from other people. Ah, right? And sure. um, it's the most interesting thing. And I actually have kind of fun with it now. Like, even though um, my, my husband and I actually still have a restraining order, but, um, but we have moments now, like actually I was texting him all day because we have a child that's like moving to Chicago and all of this stuff and he's bringing stuff out to her. And I just stay in this place of giving love back and honoring his journey had nothing to do with me. It yeah. was his, and looking at it as it was his hurting that created that situation, Yeah. right? And it was right. my background that allowed it to happen, but my back now I've changed but he's still in that place. And it's really just honoring other people's journeys and that's, allowing. That's, so that's the most important so thing is that when we can look at, you know, um, I love Dr. Brian Weiss, as you guys do, Dr. Bruce Lipton, Dr. Brian Weiss in Messages from the Masters explains he was given this vision of earth being a one room schoolhouse and we're all at different grades. There is no yeah. judgment. It's just, right. if we had the awareness, we wouldn't be that way, but that's where it, when we have a higher awareness, that's where we're supposed to share. Yeah. And, you know, and that's actually what my irony is, is to help people build that muscle that you're talking about, Camille, with the intuition. It's like, yeah. when you see that sign, when you hear that song, when you, you see those numbers, you, you know, you, you see those, uh, some people will see animals after loved ones have passed, you know, that's, yeah. it's like, just pay attention and see, you know, maybe there really yeah. is something being told for you there. Yeah. So, and also when now I know when spirit talks to me or he confirms, like, as you were saying something or something was happening, spirit kept talking to me or confirming it. Mm -hmm. It's like a, oh. yes, that's true. Or there's a bigger story here or right. So, um, I know it to be true. Well, like, I like, I like, I can think about something and spirit will say, yes, that's true. Or I'll hear something and spirit will do his thing. And I'll, and he'll be like, that's, that's important. But I could never do that. I, I'd say a year and a half ago. I don't think I, that, but now I've become so in tune to his 
like his like hello hello it's like hello yeah. pay attention yeah. right now so and as i get better and better at that more and more things come to me but i would tell you the hardest thing is to trust it right sure. the hardest thing even in growing my business and taking this big leap that i just took with hiring a staff and like going you know into this global brand and doing what i'm doing i had to sit back and just well i just have to trust because i was told that this this is going to be bigger than it's already bigger than i imagined so this is going to be so big but you have and i had to step out and bring someone else in to to get me there because i don't think i could do it on my own but that's trust Right. So that's a big part. And the next part is bringing love and stuff into like into my world, which I think I'm ready. I know I'm ready. Actually, <laughs> I actually well, know exactly when it's going to happen and where they're coming from, too. But it's not someone I know today. Oh, well, see, that's I, awesome. <laughs> I love this. I love this part of the conversation because there are so many people, both men and women, in abusive situations. And what it does, they tear down the other person. The other person, of course, is insecure would be the, the key word. And when you're insecure, you're not going to necessarily pay attention to those. So it's, as I think about it, I go, wow, what if other women were listening or even other men that were listening to Camille's story? It's like, oh, she was in it for 25 years. Okay. It's only been 18 for me. I only got seven more to go. It's like, no, 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 that's not what she's saying. (laughs) What she's saying is listen to your intuition so you can change uh, faster. And I have to say, and probably for everyone, I can only talk about myself, but probably for anyone in any situation, there is a moment that you can probably back into to say, that's that moment you knew mm-hmm. that you had to change. You had to flip the switch. You had to change. You had to walk out. Like there's this, there's this moment, even though there are lots of moments that came up to it, there was this moment. And actually NLBP had a huge, a huge part of that. Because um, it was in 2015 when my other job ended um, and I knew I wanted to create this and I wrote the business plan. I wrote my, and I knew that this was my next step. He was dead set against it. Like he was like, no. And I knew that this was my next thing. And I knew that he was in my way. So it was kind of like this perfect storm of, I have to so believe because this was a knowing this was a knowing like i had never experienced in my life and there was never a time where i didn't think it was going to work yeah never Love like, it. And, and i self-funded it for years and when i tell you when i divorced and had zero money it's amazing when i look back and i don't even know how i survived but because, because it was a because it's meant to be out in the world and it's that whole thing of step right. aside let god guide yeah. you know it's like literally it's very hard yeah oh yeah so in the moment hard. it's brutal yeah but that's <laughs> what everybody but, you can't change a situation i don't care what it is if it's abuse if it's just a bad situation if you hate your job you, like whatever it is for you there is that moment of clarity and that moment of stepping up and saying I'm changing my mind now because it's all mindset. If you believe you're the victim and you believe woe is me, that's where you're going to stick. Like if you just say there's something better, but I wake up every single day excited about my journey. I'm thankful every day when something happens and I just know that nothing bad ever happens to me. Just well, it's also, 
it's also one of those things that even if it does get, you know, if, if when we go into those dark times, it's remembering there's a light always at the end of the tunnel. And like when people want to talk about faith, real faith is letting go of all fear. And that yeah. is the hardest thing for us to do. But then on the flip side of when you're looking at with, with people who just don't have the awareness, there's only two sides of the coin, love and fear, you know, love and love fear and, and fear. everything in between. Yeah. So even abuse and anger and all those horrible things that happen, there's still somewhere is fear. And when we can look at that place, then we're able to look from a place of compassion and not a place of judgment. And yeah. so- And you can, inter you can intertwine even, even biblical text. Um, two words, free will. We have the free will to stay in misery because it's our thoughts that create the misery and the world around us, or we have the free will to think different thoughts. We're just not trained on, on how to do that from birth. The, the mom and dads, my mom and dad didn't know how to do it. Most mom and dads didn't know how to do it. So we stay in perpetual sameness. But again, let's go back to the Zooming technology and, and the collaborations now around the world. It's changing rapidly. So that's yeah. a huge step. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And just to say, I, I'm, I have three kids and you know, I probably, not even probably, I was the best mom I could be in those moments. Sure. Like, and I was protecting them for years, but I look back and be like, Oh God, I got some correction of work to do. <laughs> They're going to be in therapy for a while. Don't we all? <laughs> I was from a different space, right? I'm a different, and all I can do is not shame what that was. Just know I was doing the best that I can and forgive myself, move on. Yeah. We and only also, know what we know. So and also, one of the things why you were even in that abusive relationship in the first place was, was so you could have your kids. Because if you didn't, if you weren't in with that relationship, those would not be your kids. They would be, you could have other kids, but from a soul yeah. perspective, yeah, you know, it's really, so it's like for listeners, it's like, even when you're in the worst of the worst, just look from that higher perspective. There's a reason why we choose yeah. what we go through from that concept of free will, you know, and really looking at it as like, you know, we're not victims of our lives, but we can actually really truly see the, you know, down the line, if we can look at those ugly times and find the beauty, there's always beauty amongst the ugly and always, there's always good amongst the bad. So, yeah. yeah. Todd, did I, you asked me a question. Did I answer it? <laughs> I believe so. No. Yeah. 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 That was I, my, the question. Going back to age 16. I was so going I, back to I age 16. I, I was going back to 25 years of abuse. Oh no, we went, we went through it and I asked it because I, I, my mind goes in a place of if I'm a listener and you could help them, how could I get Camille to say something that could help them? And so how, you, you answered all of that. Your heart. Like you owe every single answer you have inside of you. Every yeah. single answer is inside of you. So you can go to therapy and coaching and do all friends or whatever to try to pull it out. But every answer is already there. You have to listen. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. That, and that's actually what myrony is. I say discover myrony in your inner superpower because once you start tapping into those external and then you start trusting the internal, those internal gut intuitions we all have this ability it's just whether or not we want to tap into them as gifts and we can all develop them and it is just that muscle but understanding that you really have all the answers inside of you so i'm so glad that you know this this question got 
asked because you know that's why I miss you, Todd, as my co-host. You know, like well, I'm going to throw I'm going to throw one more thing out there, but it's not going to be a question. It's going to be a statement. The book we mentioned, "Only Love Is Real," with uh, Brian Weiss. I think about that title all the time, and I read the book a few times now. But if you if you truly just think about the title, "Only Love Is Real." Uh, I, I'm going to, now I will throw out the question, give me an emotion that is not, that contradicts that title. Give me an emotion that contradicts that title. What? Something. Well, I anger, want, I actually anger, wanna... anger. Is that, does that contradict it? Well, love is the opposite of well, love. It's fear. It's okay. fear. Yeah. Right. Where does it, but, but fear, false evidence appearing real. So therefore, it is not real. Fear is not real. Only love is real. Yeah. Anger, anger, it only comes from a confusion, a misunderstanding of whatever the topic is you're talking about. Uh, all of these things, frustration, uh, all these things we make up in our head, all the stories we make up in our head are just that. They're made up because truly only love is real. Well, Everything I else is made up. I right. want to bring in the irony, Camille, that you just shared last night about Heidi Rome, because she's a very good friend of mine. And she has written a book called All You Have to Do is Love Me. And it's about her um, nonverbal, uh, highly autistic son who gives this message um, about how he is, um, he's basically like a, a master who came back to teach these lessons and, 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 you know, gave this message to his mom who he had no way of really communicating. And he writes and, and sorry, Heidi, if I'm saying this wrong, I apologize. So everybody go, you know, look up Heidi Rome and find this book, but it is the most powerful message that was for her, but also for humanity of mm -hmm. that. Even these children or anybody, we choose it all. And he says, I chose this. I chose this very difficult life for a much greater reason. And Heidi says, well, what do I have to do? He says, all you have to do is love me. <laughs> but that's awesome. And Camille, how can everyone connect with you? Um, you can go through my website. That's the best place to do it. It's thenaturallife.org. And you can find out anything more about me, my organization, and there's a contact us right through there. And everything will be in the links of the show notes. And I just want to give um, with what I was talking about, uh, Humanity Needs Dreamers, um, meeting uh, to meet Marie Curie is samonstage.org. And so um, I am just, uh, I am just so honored, Camille, that you took this time to share this absolutely incredible story. I hope we can get this episode to Dr. Bruce Lipton because I think he would love it, you know, because like, what are the odds? So, so to everyone, uh, you know, thanks so much. And uh, to listeners, I'll see you next time. All right. All right. Thank thanks, you. Alicia. Nice to meet you, Camille. Thank you all for joining me on That's Myrony Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the Myronic stories shared today and possibly got you to connect to the Myronies in your own life. As you listen to this podcast, you'll start catching signs that are so subtle, but can have the biggest impact on your life. So pay attention to that inner voice and watch the Myronies appear in your life, just like the guest in my next episode. And please connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and that's myrony.com where you can share your unbelievable Myronies. 
Also, if you enjoyed what you heard and can take a moment to like, comment, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting platform, it would mean so much because that is how others are able to find this podcast. Finally, please also tell your friends and family about Myrony because wouldn't it be fun to see people share their Myronies on social media in addition to their selfies? And remember, if something happens that makes you say, well, that's ironic, it's not ironic at all. It's Myronic. Now that's Myrony. See you next time.